<clears throat> hey, Josh. Hey, Nate. How are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just got back from a trip out to Vancouver, so I'm feeling a little jet lag today. Um, you know that that feeling when your brain is like on, but like not really computing quite the same as it normally does. That's oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like a fuzzy, fuzzy. It's just a little slow. Everything's a little yeah, and like coffee doesn't help, and like you're just like oh, I don't know. <laughs> so I think I'm just gonna hunker down and get some more sleep, and we'll see where we land. Yeah, the. It's funny is the biggest time I remember that stuff happening was like early on with, with, with kids and not, and mm. doing bad things in my sleep, thinking I could stay up late and then also having a kid wake me up. And then all of a sudden, like I'm driving <laughs> and again, um, yeah. uh, I, I do remember one thing cause it would, I'd play handball later. And sometimes mm. when it's so bad, the reaction times are horrible. <laughs> um, the only thing I could find that would help to sharpen it was like vitamin B. So like apples oh. and things like that. So oh, it's usually something they add to like energy drinks or other stuff. But even just like, I think the apple skins are really yeah. rich in it. So if you have an apple around, give that a try. See if that, and oh, it doesn't okay. give you like a weird energy spike with like caffeine. Or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Interesting. I never knew that. Well, I'll have to give that a try. How, uh, how are things with you? They're good. They're good. I'm, uh, I've been, uh, digging into more, I don't know, I would say, uh, ops-ish type of stuff the past mm. week so um it started with the previous week of i think i told you before about i was like you know moving some server stuff and different things like that but all in the vein of marketing and mm. i've somehow now stumbled into well we've been making changes to a lot of uh different pages on the home page for like conversion rate optimization yep, yep. and basically getting ready to kind of test the home page itself because that's again one of the more uh critical converting pages so yeah. um we have a couple of variants we want to do and it's led to oh crap we got to launch this and our goal is today <laughs> so it's friday and uh -huh. i'm like earlier this week i'm like oh if i want to do this in a way that i feel i would say uh confident in the end results it's like i need to do some sort of split test to just at mm. least give me a sense of confidence and also to hedge my bet if one is i'm, I'm not like selling off half of our stuff yep. to a new thing that may be catastrophic results it could yep. be great results or it could be just the same but at least my other control will have the same results so maybe at the worst i am getting half of what i was before total worst case but yeah you know. yeah like assuming the new page does zero conversions. Yes. Yeah. Worst, worst disaster. <laughs> like new page the, doesn't even load. <laughs> the ult, yeah. The split test is like, yeah. See you later. 404. <laughs> yeah. New page sends them to Amazon and they buy something. <laughs> hey, at least you get uh, uh, the, the affiliate credit. For that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the new business model. Uh, yeah. Good plan. Good plan. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's led me down the slippery slope of investigating tools, right? So okay, uh, yeah. Well, that sounds like and, fun. Uh, it is. It is when you can carve out the time to sort mm. of like you know put it on, and there's literally a card on my board of like pick an A/B testing tool, you know. So yeah, um, yeah, and I think the big thing on the A/B testing realm is. Google used to have a free one. I think mm. it was Google Optimize. And within all the stuff they're doing with 
you know, GA4, yeah. whatnot, is they also shut down Google Optimize as of maybe a month ago. Hmm. There's it's like there's no way to do A-B testing through Google Analytics anymore? Uh, I mean, it was always an add-on separate product, but mm. it integrated well. Yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, right now there is not. So I don't yeah. know what they're doing. <laughs> like, they, they changed Google Analytics, you know, to GA4. They shut down the old Google Analytics Universal. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I think my 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 product brain says those other things were tied closely together, and they just mm. wanted to fully shut all of that stuff down. Yeah. Um, if you know anything about GA four, like the big thing is they've moved to more of a event based model versus like session and other stuff. Like where. Yeah. Um, which is great because it 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 works well across like mobile apps. It's like where they're really trying to hone in versus just you know the old school like. Hey, mm-hmm. page views and sessions were like the key things, and now yeah. it's like users and events and stuff like that. So yeah. Um, so so yeah, with this so, AB, so the the AB testing that you're trying to do, are you um, like maybe just to like back it up a little bit? Like you're mm-hmm. are you just trying to get you know two different variants of copy on the site? Are you like changing the styling and all of that too? Like are you doing like attribution all the way through? Like how like Give us the whole ball of like, what is this thing? Yes, to all of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, so so the way we're approaching the homepage itself is there's a lot of new things we want to do. So we kind of separated it in between like, what are we highly confident on that we want to change anyway? Mm, so there's okay. certain like sections that are more below the fold talking about certain value props, right? Yeah. Those are important to us. Um, on both page variants, we're probably going to have the same thing. So it's almost, what do we want to, we want to isolate and not test too many things at the same time. So we okay. don't know yep. what, what, what the real end result was going to be, or just have learned something out of it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we do, we've narrowed it down to probably testing the headline mm-hmm. and like the main kind of hero area yep. in addition to what is the next block just below the fold? Okay. Like, does it go straight to use cases or does it go into maybe a higher awareness funnel being like, oh, how does this thing work, right? So yeah. like um, we did that, you and I did that breakdown of like homepage copy yeah. and like the goals for those and things like that. So we're following a lot of those, but the next biggest question is like, okay, can we write two differing copy angles plus yeah. um, like, what is that first block? So we're trying to isolate that. So some of it's style, some of it's because mm-hmm. the block, and a lot of it, honestly, went back to the type of A-B testing tool we would pick because okay. that would give us an idea of what we could change because um, you can do ones. There's tools that do, I think they're just called, now I'm learning more about mm-hmm. the actual terminology. Like, I think they're just like URL split tests. So it's just sort of one URL versus another. So you can do... Okay. So I can literally like make a copy of the homepage, change the things and have two variants, right? Right. Okay. And then maybe you just like redirect them differently based on like their set, their cookie or something like that. Right. And, and that, that's simple. Like we mm-hmm. could have done, I could have written a quick JavaScript type of thing to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
um, I've worked, you know, I have a, I have a head of marketing that I'm working with and I want her to ultimately run more tests. So it's like, yeah, make having it so her, do it. <laughs> yeah, have, having to go deploy JavaScript and write the JavaScript is even with chat GPT these days, it's yeah. sort of like, yeah. So is there like, I'm, I'm completely outside of this world. Um, and mm -hmm. I'm a developer. So I think like, well, how hard yeah. can it be? Um, yeah. is there, is there not like some, I don't want to pay for anything and how hard could it be? Yeah. Is there not some plugin in WordPress that will like, you know, redirect, you know, based on like a rotation or something like that. And that you could just tag those alternatives into GA4 or whatever analytics system you're using. And that would give you kind of the results you're looking for. Or are you looking for something that's more like, Oh, like we're going to actually put into this system our two different copies and it's going to auto inject and it's going to manage all of the AB stuff. Um, like how, like, yeah. So obviously there's a lot of ways to skin this cat. Okay. Right? So, um, and ultimately my higher level requirements were like making it easy for mm -hmm. like my head of marketing to do. Mm -hmm. I would do the research, do this sort of evaluation process pick the right tool. Um, ideally, the software could have its own analytics into it mm -hmm. without necessarily having to tie into another one. But I would still like that to flow down. Like we use GA4 mm -hmm. for a lot of our analytics and conversion rate tracking, things like that. But I, I want it to be as self-contained in the tool as possible because okay. some of these tools also have very advanced things of like telling you the statistical significance taking all this other tracking that could be like, okay, we've sent to this and how do you segment like these types of users? So it does give you more granular targeting. So mm -hmm. in essence, like being able to learn more with a higher confidence. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So that, that sounds really tricky to like actually like determine did my AB test like work or not? Like, you know, does, is A or B better? Like especially on the landing page, because like a landing page, you're you're probably getting a lot of like sort of generic people coming in, right? You get you get each of the maybe if you have subgroups, you're kind of getting the fire hose, right? Instead of um, a particular group, and so your your copy is somewhat generic to your company, right? Like it does give your value props, but you have to kind of appeal to all of those people. Um, so like, how do you how do you think through that stuff? Do you just kind of go with like? Is it is it really obvious that this one is better than we know, or like, I don't know. Have you thought through some of that stuff? Of course. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think that goes into the segmentation and targeting that mm. that I was talking about before. So, for example, even even how we think about how we track the conversion rate of our homepage, mm -hmm. um, ways to start to segment it down so you you know eliminate the noise, and so yeah. you're hopefully looking at more more signal, right? So yes, it's talking to tons of people from all kinds of countries, but honestly, it's like our base is in the US. Mm -hmm. So even if I just say, if your geo is from the US, that's a pretty strong targeting that that gives you a lot higher resolution on those types of things. So it might start there. And then I could also say on very rudimentary level, like desktop versus mobile. Okay, mm -hmm. like, yeah. you know, so it's like US desktop, first time visitors, right? Yeah. So right there, I've already narrowed it down to where my confidence level of one performing double the other one is a lot higher, right? And also over time, it's like, well, how many users yeah. are you doing this over time? Like minimum set of users to make an assessment or a judgment call on those types of things. Um, 
So, I, and I'm not, I have never been, I don't know enough about statistics in, in, mm-hmm. in any of these things. There's like a, I don't know, something with a B, B-A-Y, Bayesian model and some other model, but they okay. basically like when I was setting up a test, yeah. I could choose between like, which model do they, do you want me, do they want to present the statistical significance okay. in? One of them is like, gets you results faster. One of them is like, takes longer, but mm-hmm. the confidence you know, the confidence ratios or whatever of his confidence scores, those results are higher. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, it definitely gets into the statistics side, which is kind of what you get with these packages, these AB mm-hmm. testing packages. And in addition to that, you get these, um, that you'd like this, they, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, so that's what I said, just doing the page URL testing was yeah. one. But what I have learned is most of these other softwares, what they just call, like everyone used the same terminology, which was nice. Hmm. Um, but what they just call a regular A-B test, most of these had little uh, website builders thing okay. elements to it. So essentially I go, okay, I'm looking at uh, testing taxi. And mm-hmm. it's like, I, you know, I'm in the dialogue. It's like, first you have to place a pixel, right? Yeah. It has to run some JavaScript. Yeah. And then it's like, where, what do you want to test? Or what do you want to name your test? It's like, okay. Sure. Testing taxi, you know, headline H1. test. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, okay, you put that in. And then it's like, okay, then it pulls up testing taxi with, you know, some surrounding container JavaScript stuff around it. And, uh, you know, and I'm if I move my mouse around, it's picking elements. And I can go to an element. I can go to your headline element and say, like, edit HTML or edit, like, just the text. I okay. hit that. A little text editor pops up. Yeah. And now what might have said testing taxi is awesome i can mm-hmm. now edit to testing taxi is really awesome <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? yeah yeah and that's variant one right and then it says well the control was just testing taxi was awesome yeah and then i can go in and do the targeting and whatnot and then it you click run to the test and you can also even say the distribution i want of visitors coming i want 50 50 i want yeah. 75 25 like you can play with it you can add multiple variants it could be like three variants four variants Oh, this, testing. this sounds like so it's much fun. fun. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah, I am right. uh, I'm, uh, getting a little bit excited about doing that. That's really cool. <laughs> um, I mean, what's interesting was looking at all the different tools. So I did run into some, I would say, challenges because we do a, uh, you know, it's like our home, our homepage is, is WordPress, but our mm-hmm. backend, uh, you know, runs on a separate subdomain. You know, sure. it's run, we were Azure stacked and whatnot. So anything in our app is app.referrock.com. Sure. So, uh, you know, we take demo requests and we do signups, which are two main like conversion mm-hmm. funnels. And they're all, uh, they all run off of app.referrock.com. Yep. And they run in an iframe, like mm-hmm. in a little, okay. like a nice little page and yeah. stuff. And of course we have to make sure all the cross site stuff works correctly yes for all the other tracking it works really well yeah um i have that same problem i i I, what's that i was gonna say i have the same problem with status list uh, same thing yeah it's one of these weird conundrums i'm glad we have it because the i know a lot of developers like to kind of like if they roll their own cms or use an open source cms then they can have it all running off of like one server and early on we broke out the stuff so that marketers could work in an easy stack versus mm-hmm. you know develop yeah, it, like what needs to be custom coded and what needs to be uh could you could separate those two 
Yeah, you're not big enough to have developers working on like full time on the marketing site. That that doesn't sound like a good use of resources. Yeah, I don't think it does for anyone. Like, why why would you with these days with so many other things? Well, and hey, you could plug in some reverse proxy stuff. I mean, you could you could do some all kinds of stuff if you wanted. Yeah, I have further thoughts on that, but we could talk about that some <laughs> other time. <laughs> all right, we can fight that out. That's a good topic for another day. Um, but, but yeah, the cross site tracking stuff that's tricky. Yeah, so of the I tested three tools. So I first looked at price point, and I also went and looked at. Um, I put out a little, I think, a tweet and a LinkedIn, just asking what other people were using. Essentially, mm -hmm. now that everyone was, a lot of people were ultimately using that Google Optimize tool, mm -hmm. um, and you know, different people weighed in on different ones. There's, you know, as with many of these, there's like these enterprise ones that are like, yeah. start at three hundred dollars a month, and I'm like. Why? No. <laughs> <laughs> and when I go look at the idea of just doing JavaScript, I'm like, yeah, that seems now seems really appealing than signing up for a $300 a month um, mm -hmm. thing for this. Uh, I I did end up. So what I ended up, I ended up picking three that I wanted to kind of do a trial and tinker mm -hmm. around with, and um, essentially none of them I could get working with the iframe conversion like what they would all do is they would count the conversion on the subdomain page, page yeah. and not give you the full like life cycle journey of like nate mm -hmm. hit this page then he went to the pricing page and then he went to the trial page and then he signed up right that's i want to see that whole thing right yeah well, that's even hard to do in like a lot of analytics software like and like that's their thing true yeah true so uh yeah like google analytics obviously can do it, uh, but they think they've thought through a lot of these use cases. And so I was a little disappointed, but at the end of the day, my first test, what I'm doing is, I think it's still a valid test to just be like, did I get someone, let's say I made a change to, actually the first thing I did is to test the software, hmm. you know, hmm. see how it works is I just made a small headline change to the pricing page and I'm like, okay, and the goal for them is do they end up going to the sign up page or the demo page after sure. that? Like yeah. so variant testing a headline on the pricing page and which 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 uh, headline works better to get someone to take an action. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was listening to something the other day and they're talking about using data to make decisions on design and copy. Uh, mm -hmm. like in marketing, that sort of context. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the common pushbacks on using data, like A-B testing, is, well, I just know it will work. Like, go with my gut. Let's just get her done and, you know, move on with our lives. Mm. Um, do, do you have any part of you that kind of does that approach at some times and maybe not at other times where you kind of go with this A-B approach? Or do you just go, like, full on with the A-B approach? You're like, our, we've thought through our copy to this point. So any changes we make now, like we need to have data to show. Do you, do you have any thoughts uh, about that? I definitely do. It kind of goes back to what I was saying about the test we wanted to run. So for mm. me, it's like trying to put constraint. If there's something I want to test and I feel like it's high leverage, um, it's high. I would say if it's high leverage and I am open to doing it different ways, that's like, 
So like we, I mentioned the headline. So mm. isolating just the headline. But I yeah. also mentioned before, I was like, hey, we been, made a bunch of changes to value props and like certain blocks that we're talking about benefits. Mm -hmm. Those things I am highly confident on. And they also have other reasons for just being there. They make sense to just like from a workflow perspective, like sure, yeah, what are the yeah. three things you're offering? Like what are your three best products? You know, if you're at an e-commerce store, that's not going to change. Now sure. how you talk about them might be. So that's mm -hmm. where... We're like, okay, for this launch, we want to make sure both our variant and our control, those things are the same. So that's something where that's the just get her done type of thing. Yeah. It's like, I feel with high conviction directionally correct on this. Yeah. And it's like a tier below the you know, yeah. the hero image or the or the below the fold. So is it gonna matter? Yes, it does, but is it gonna have as much of an effect? You know, potentially not. But do or do are these the three ones that I care the most about, and everyone is in agreement internally? Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe one day at a test, it could be like let's change the order of those, but that yeah. would be valid. Mm -hmm. But that's an easy, in my mind, an easy test to do, and an easy yeah. way to prove out what's working and what's not. But I don't have a, and, and I'm open to be like, you know, Nate's like, well, I think this one should be first, and I'm like, yeah. well, I think this one should be first, and that's something like. Hey, let's just test that. That's an easy, yeah. like it's it's uh, you know, from a like an ice perspective. Like impact might be like who knows. You might think it's yeah. high impact. You might have high confidence. I might have low confidence. Whatever. But the ease of it, once you have a tool like this, mm -hmm. and it's like we could run that with low risk for a month and see if it makes any statistical significance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Because yeah, why would you bother like? You can't you can't test everything because like if you imagine doing like split testing on every last idea that oh, you take have, forever. you yep. would never get anywhere, right? Because you need you need enough data to have statistical significance and all those kind of sorts of things. Um, and I, I think I, I've seen uh, someone did a case study. I think on Netflix was doing a uh, sign up button or a uh, conversion button, like to upgrade to mm -hmm. a, a full account or something like that. And they showed the, um, I think they had like five steps that they they went through and just to kind of watch them play with it. Um, and they had right. each of the variants and like kind of the thinking behind it. Um, and I thought that was a really helpful way to think it through because initially they really just started with gut. They're like, right. well, our gut is this. And like, let's just put that out there and then, mm -hmm. you know, we'll fine tune. And they, they would kind of take bigger elements at the beginning and move them around. And then as they got further along, you know, they would just move like smaller bits and just change the color a little bit or just, you know, um, move this over here, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that was really neat to see. Yeah, I feel like with a strong intention to learn, and that's why I'm big on like isolating things. So mm. you do learn from from the piece, right? So like you'll probably find this interesting. A few, a few maybe it was like a month or so ago, uh, we changed a... The button text right like yeah. sometimes people are like oh yeah how big of a deal is it it's like uh, we changed it from i think you know start building to like start for free right mm. to do the trial yeah and at first it was like okay yeah there's click-throughs and whatnot but what was interesting is like a few weeks later we noticed like the distribution of the people that signed up for a demo mm -hmm. versus signed up for a trial changed drastically it used to be like 70 percent demo and 30 percent uh trial mm -hmm. and it was like clockwork that that changed to like 60 40 the other way like huh. 
and it was consistent week over week after that. And we're like, what happened? And then yeah. because we logged these things, we went to our experiment log. Yeah. We went and looked and pinpointed the day, tracked it back. Yeah. And it made a significant difference. Um, you know, ultimately, what did we do with that? Like it was just it was but it was a it was a really good learning because it mm -hmm. made a significant difference. Um, and then what we ended up doing is we went to the only change we made after that was we looked at our signup flow mm -hmm. and uh, it, it kept just saying start for free. And we're like, it's actually a trial. We don't say the word trial anywhere. Yep. We should put that on there to make sure we're not disingenuous. Someone didn't think it was a freemium thing. Sure. Yeah. And then go in and all of a sudden they get cut off at the trial. Right. Sure. So we don't want anyone to have a bad experience. So we just changed the button like that. Uh, mm -hmm. on that iframe on that yeah, page yeah, yeah. to just say like start trial so yeah. we left all the buttons on like the home page and the top bar that just says start for free we mm -hmm. felt like that was good you go there and before you sign up it says like start trial so it wasn't it wasn't a like a like a rug pull after you've committed it was like okay sure. i'm about to oh wait oh it's a trial okay because our thesis is maybe someone doesn't want to start the clock on their trial yet they're still interested mm. um what's interesting is it didn't affect it started to flip the so people still signed up for demos because that's less yeah to some people it's less painful or it's like hey sure. i'm just talking with someone earlier i don't yeah. have to commit to i don't want to use up my trial yet i don't want to start that yet yeah um yeah so, or i'm not uh, ready to dig into the software quite yet i want to hear what it's about exactly yeah yeah i'm not ready to sign up for a thousand onboarding emails yes <laughs> <laughs> i'll just have one call yes oh yeah yeah that's that's so, really cool uh, and you said something yeah. there that I want to pick up on is you said you have an experiment sure. log. Tell me yes. about this experiment log. I think that is so cool. And I've thought about that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have an experiment log. Um, and so what, what has worked recently well is essentially it's a, it's a, you know, I love Asana. It's an Asana board mm -hmm. and it has different categories for different kind of types of experiments. So anything that is, largely impactful to things like hey i created this page or hey i changed this button text or that type of thing okay it goes there as a log uh it something could be logged and something could be logged as an experiment hmm. the small differentiation is the experiment is excuse maybe me, i'll like change has it. intention right you're, you're you're like i expect results and this is what i'm thinking of the log okay. is just like hey i made this change yeah and it's just logged here so Later on, six weeks later, if we figure out something changed, we can go back and at least yeah. quickly see what changed where and have an idea to do a deeper analysis of yeah. why what happened happened. I think that is so clever because, like, I know developers have Git, so they have the log on it, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But for marketing and sales operations, I've always wondered about that because I remember being at companies where it was like something really changed in our signup flow. We don't know what happened, but like somebody just figure it out. And like people would spend right. hours digging through things and like, you know, generally your CMS doesn't really tell you a whole lot about that stuff. Um, right. And so nobody knows. It's just like, hmm, cool. And, you know, if you don't understand why, like, yeah, how are you supposed to learn? Right. Um, right. I think that's so cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's nice, especially with it goes along with that other board I was talking to. You. We have the inspiration board, we have a experiment and log board, mm -hmm. and we actually have them for different um, areas. So this one's the marketing one I was talking about, yeah. and we have like a 
like a one that is further down in the funnel, which mm-hmm. is more of like, you know, the, the sales and the services and the like product onboarding yeah. that type of stuff. So. What else is kind of neat with like A-B testing and having this experiment log, like especially the things that are flagged as experiments, is that I would assume there's some sort of built-in feedback loop of we are going to check on this in one month or two months ah, or yes. next quarter. That's part of the board. Right. And so that makes sure that you, um, yeah, you're actually learning from these things and you're killing off the experiments that, you know, don't need to be run or, right, you, you don't get this this bloat um, or this kind of, yeah, ignoring of results. Um, do you yeah, want to talk about your feedback loop? this OP? I, I <laughs> yeah. do. So here, here's, this is the SOP for uh, this board. It's called the Rules and Practices for the Marketing Experiment. So um, step one is create the experiment. Use this template here. Uh, make sure you put in like the appropriate category and section. Uh, set the start date of when the experiment started because there's mm-hmm. like a start date field. Uh, set who the marketer is. So like who is ultimately responsible for the yep. change. And Owner, is, uh, yep. And then, yep. And then assign yourself and set the due date at a first due date as a one to two check back. And that's high intention is just to make sure your measurements are correct. Like when I deployed mm. this, did yeah. the thing work? What is it tracking? Right. So that's like day one of like logging an experiment. Now, obviously there was plenty of things ahead of that, which was yeah. like, what is the experiment going to do? Sure. What is yeah. Building? You know, What's your thesis? Stuff. So there's, there's other things, and that's all in the, the template. So mm-hmm. the template essentially has, like, what's the goal? What are your experiment details? Any additional information? What would be next steps, potentially, like, that you maybe you want to, while you're in that headspace, oh, I also want to do this after this one. Or if this doesn't go as expected, we definitely would want to roll it back. Like, just some notes when you're in that context. Yeah. Uh, and then the last section of that, which would be complete before you close the experiment, is, like, results like what were the what were the end results and hopefully you're matching that with the goal like mm-hmm. or what did i learn right so yeah well and that's what's also neat with tracking that is like not only are you killing off experiments and like you know adopting new ways of showing your marketing for example like the the h1 change was awesome it like totally blew it out of the park okay we're adopted the new h1 kill off the old h1 um there's also if you're having an asana you probably have a log so you can kind of go back and be like, well, like six months ago, we tried that other button text and like it didn't go so well. Um, whereas I think in a lot of organizations, that information kind of gets lost to history. And so unless you keep the people around that ran the experiment or like they remember, um, yeah, there's a good chance you'll forget that stuff and it just kind of vanishes. Yep. Yep. So that was the first check-in. I'll just put in the other ones real quick just sure. to finish the story, which is... Um, the next one is, so after you, when that first due date comes up, mm-hmm. you check the results. Was it measuring correctly? Um, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, wait, the tracking wasn't tracking it correct. I need to make mm. a fix, like yep. that type of thing. Um, but ideally, if everything is working, you then set the next check-in date, which is uh, ideally is a is probably like a week kind of give it and usually we try to set them on Mondays so mm-hmm. whenever you deploy something you end up getting at least like a full business week so maybe I'm like literally was talking about deploying a test today like mm-hmm. on the home page yeah. so we would have it today the idea is we check to make sure within a day or two that it's tracking correctly 
And then the next check-in is probably going to be a week from this coming Monday. So it'll have a full business week to run. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you kind of have a report that you're going to check results. You add it to the comment section. Um, and uh, so basically it has an analog of like, oh, here's what I found. Here's the results. So six weeks later, you can go ahead and scan like, hey, I checked it every week for six weeks. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe I checked it and I was like, okay, it's running good for a week. I want to now have it run for a full month. I'm not too worried about it before I get extra details. And now my next check-in date like is a, a month from that Monday. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then lastly, you're looking to close it out, right? So yeah. what did you learn? Do I check it off? Now it's like part of the log, part of the history. And if it was correctly put in the right section, when someone goes, what changed on the homepage six weeks ago around this time, yeah. you can quickly look, see the start date, see the end date, see the yep. results of the experiment, look through the analog of the six weeks it was running mm -hmm. and see what you learned. So, so cool. So cool. That, I think that is very clever and uh, that's, that's pretty neat. So, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, it's harder to do on mm -hmm. your own. Like I was yes. running this, you know, it's, it's definitely a lot harder to be diligent on like following all the rules when it's just one person, right? It's like yep. how many software developers don't even use like a, a repo because it's just them. <laughs> yeah. Or like rate commits, commit messages, like work in progress, work in progress, work in progress. Right. Right. Or don't comment. Right. It's yes. sort of like, but when you know there's other people yeah. and it's sort of this, like, it's not just for me, it's going to be for other people and yeah. kind of uh, maybe a little more work. And as a leader, you'd want to, you know, uh, do as you would want other people do and not shirk the thing and be like, yeah, I didn't fill that out. Just because, you know, I yeah. didn't want to. And it's like, okay, how can you expect someone else to fill it out if you're not willing to do it yourself? So. Yeah. I think it's also like a different stage, too, of the business. Like, you guys are a little more established, right? And at this point, you're trying to um, kind of instrument your way forward, right? Like, that's kind of the, like, after you've gotten the broad strokes, right, it's more about fine-tuning, and that's a lot more about data and tracking and those sorts of things. Whereas when you're early on, like, if you make a full-blown pivot, like, to a completely new thing, like... Who cares about the old blogs? Um, and if you're working by yourself or with a very small team where you're communicating like all the time, um, you know maybe it's not maybe it's not that useful to be spending your time writing logs. Um, at least that's my opinion. Yeah, and you're it's totally right. It it's totally uh, stage dependent because mm -hmm. we have something to protect, right? So like yeah. you asked earlier about you know do you just get her done. And there's times definitely for that where you're like, okay, I have nothing out there for that page. Yeah. yeah. Just get her done. Like you're yeah. not, you don't have a test of like, should I have the page? Should I not? You're not, don't worry about that. Do you want that page for other reasons? Like it may be mm -hmm. to send, to be on a podcast and talk about it and say, Hey, people should go check out my, how it works page. Cause it'll explain how testing taxi works. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's definitely elements of that. Uh, in addition to just, making like you said making sure you don't um when you have something to protect you want to make sure you don't just like go for speed on those options mm -hmm. but when you're early on and you have nothing it's like hey speed if it's not out there it's not doing anything and i have no data and no results so. yeah yeah or you don't have even enough users to get significance on your numbers right like, right it's just noise right right so the big thing i think of this phase is i'm in a uh I've, there's so many tentacles out there gathering data, Yeah. Uh, whether it's this, whether it's even something as simple as 
okay, we send out an email and there's two different A-B testing of titles, which sure. types of titles work better? Yep. If we're mentioning data or if we're mentioning something else in another one, like which ones resonate? And that might be something that might instruct our copy. So we're taking mm -hmm. insights from other places. But the end end state goal for me on any of this is it's more like a truth-seeking type of thing, mm -hmm. right? Like what can work the best? So that's why the willingness to experiment on things mm -hmm. in small doses is like, okay, if I can move that needle an extra, you know, five, 10%, that could make oh, significant difference. differences, yeah. right? So, but I have to have a base. And then if I can truth seek that and I say that that works on the homepage, mm -hmm. where else could that work, right? Could that yeah. work on, not that we do cold calling, is that like a cold email headline that could work better, right? Stuff yeah. like that. Well, and I think too, you also want to have your your way of speaking to be somewhat uniform across the the platform, right? Um, like the the language you're using in sales should be similar to the language you're using in the app, you know, similar to your marketing stuff. Um, that just yeah, or at helps. least consistent, right? Yeah, consistency yeah. with those. I don't want the same term that we say on the homepage to be talked about differently than the way. Yeah. salesperson and just lead to confusion. Wait, I thought you guys did this. Oh yeah. They just say that on the marketing page. It's like, okay, <laughs> well, what, do you, what do you, what do you want me to say? Right? Like, yeah, yeah it's important that that stuff stays like tight and unified. Um, yeah. As you grow and also simpler for people to manage too. Right. Yeah. Less yeah. confusion internal as well. Yeah. Well, this is some pretty cool stuff. So yeah, I can't, I, I'm excited about this tool. This tool is like, the things I could test now, my eyes are like, oh. <laughs> you, 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 when I started talking about it, you're like, oh, this sounds fun. <laughs> it does. It does sound like so much fun. But, you know, you have to get back to your your long-term vision and stuff, you know. I know. You can't just do operations. I know. I know. And But that's the good thing is, like, I could set this stuff up now, have some experiments to run, and we'll let them run, and they'll sit running yep. in the background, and then in two weeks time to harvest and yep. see what we got. Right. And then uh, see where that, see where we can use these insights and go other places. Yeah. This is the version. Uh, this is the Josh version of Nate do marketing. It's Josh, you know, <laughs> make sure you're paying attention to the vision and not doing operation. <laughs> true. true. <laughs> so anyway. good stuff. Cool. Well, all, all the right, best man. with that. And uh, this is, this thanks. is fun. Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we're on Twitter. I'm at Nate Bosher and Josh is at JLogic. If you're a new listener, uh, check out some of our most popular episodes. Episode 52, 7 Years to 22 MRR and Zombie Startups. Or episode 30, Review Sites Are a Necessary Evil and Hacks to Get Around Them. Thanks again. <laughs>